0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirchner. Many of Donald Trump's lawyers have quit and are speaking out. Glenn explains some of his attorneys are now predicting what will happen to Trump in his upcoming legal matters.
1: So friends, as you may have heard me say in an earlier video, I'm on a short vacation recharging my justice batteries, but I saw a series of stories about a number of Donald Trump's lawyers, past and present, that made me want to jump on here, do a quick Justice Matters video because it feels like things are beginning to snowball in the direction of accountability. So let's just go through some of the recently reported stories about some of Trump's lawyers and what they're saying about what they expect to happen to Donald Trump. First of all, this from NBC News, top Trump lawyer Tim Parlatore leaves former president's legal team amid special counsel's document probe. Parlatore testified before a federal grand jury investigating Trump's handling of classified documents. Now, this Trump lawyer should not be confused with another Trump lawyer, Evan Corcoran. Headline, Trump's lawyer testifies before grand jury after crime fraud ruling in classified documents probe. And, of course, that lawyer who testified about, in a very real sense, against his former client, at least in the classified documents crimes investigation, Evan Corcoran, is not to be confused with another former Trump lawyer and fixer, former Attorney General Bill Barr. Headline from CBS News, Bill Barr says Trump's classified documents case is his biggest legal risk. Quote, I don't think Trump's argument's gonna fly. And what did Bill Barr say? Trump is very exposed in classified documents case and quote, it's very clear that he, Trump, had no business having those documents. And friends, all those Trump lawyers shouldn't be confused with yet another Trump lawyer. This guy, Ty Cobb, who was one of a gaggle of White House lawyers on Team Trump previously. And friends, I have to admit, I may have buried the lead. I saved the best for last. Get ready for this one. Trump's White House lawyer predicts ex-president will end up in jail as Mar-a-Lago probe heats up. And friends, that article begins. Donald Trump's former attorney has boldly predicted that the former president is going to jail as the criminal investigation into the trove of classified documents found at Mar-a-Lago continues to heat up. Ty Cobb, who worked as a White House attorney for the Trump administration, from July 2017 to May 2018 told CNN that he believes the evidence against Mr. Trump will lead to a conviction and prison time. And what did Ty Cobb say about Donald Trump's claims that he can telepathically declassify documents with his mind? You know, I don't know, maybe kind of an I dream of genie thing. Here's what Ty Cobb had to say about that. The simple fact is, there is a process, and Trump totally ignored that, and believes that the mere fact he took them, the documents, declassifies the documents, that is not the law. And did I mention this was one of the guys on Team Trump as a White House lawyer? So friends, whether it's Tim Parlatore quitting Team Trump whether it's attorney Evan Corcoran, who is compelled to go into the grand jury and testify about, in a very real sense, against Donald Trump and thereafter withdrawing as attorney of record for Donald Trump in the stolen classified documents case, whether it's Bill Barr saying, yeah, it looks like that classified documents case is uh, just about ready to go, or whether it's Ty Cobb saying no, Donald Trump can't declassify documents with his mind. There's a process. There's a law to be followed. And Cobb says, yeah, it looks to me like they're dotting I's and crossing T's. And they are just about ready to go against Donald Trump. Lawyer after lawyer after lawyer after lawyer in act or in deed is sending the signal. Trump's getting indicted. And that, my friends, is a damn good thing. Because justice matters.
0: Coming up, lawyers for Donald Trump have sent a letter asking for a meeting with Attorney General Merrick Garland. Glenn explains how this will play out next on Justice Matters. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. Attorneys for Donald Trump have sent a letter to A.G. Merrick Garland claiming injustice by special counsel Jack Smith and asking for a meeting. Does this letter carry any weight? Here's Glenn.
1: So friends, I am nearing the end of my vacation. I feel like my justice batteries have been recharged. Um, I've got a couple of days left, but I really wanted to jump on and do just a short Justice Matters video today because I saw this letter that Donald Trump's third-rate lawyers sent to Attorney General Merrick Garland seeking a meeting. And we'll talk about why this letter is absurd in a minute, but let's start with the new reporting. This from the New York Times headline, Trump's lawyers seek meeting with Garland over special counsel inquiries. Two lawyers for the former president asserted that He was being treated unfair in the investigations into his handling of classified documents and his efforts to remain in power. Now, friends, the letter is very short, just one paragraph, but let me read it to you. Dear Attorney General Garland, We represent Donald J. Trump, the 45th President of the United States, in the investigation currently being conducted by Special Counsel's Office Unlike President Biden and his son Hunter and the Biden family, President Trump is being treated unfairly. No President of the United States has ever in the history of our country been baselessly investigated in such an outrageous and unlawful fashion. We request a meeting at your earliest convenience to discuss the ongoing injustice that is being perpetrated by your special counsel and his prosecutors. Thank you for your attention to this matter. And two lawyers actually signed their name to this letter, John Rowley III and James Trustee. Friends, to say that this letter is amateur hour, Bush League, Mickey Mouse, is probably an understatement. You know, this isn't just poor lawyering. This is public relations masquerading as lawyering. You know, apparently these lawyers, Rowley and Trusty, think that repetition equals persuasion. I mean, in just the space of one short paragraph, unfairly, baselessly investigate, outrageous, unlawful, injustice. I mean, this really is an embarrassment. And what it highlights is a complete lack of client control. I say that for a couple of reasons. First of all, no self-respecting lawyers would write a letter like this, right? Mentioning Hunter Biden, the Biden family. Heck, I'm surprised they were able to restrain themselves and not bring up Hillary's emails, right? You know, this is just some really third-rate lawyering. But even more fundamentally, they know that this letter should not be directed to Attorney General Garland. Why do I say that? Special Counsel Jack Smith was appointed to independently run this investigation and to reach conclusions about whether Donald Trump and others should be indicted. In one or both cases, Jack Smith is investigating the insurrection and the stolen classified documents that Donald Trump unlawfully retained at his Florida home at Mar-a-Lago, and the obstruction of justice he committed when he refused to return them to the federal government in accordance with a grand jury subpoena that had been issued for their return. So Jack Smith has been independently running these investigations, and he will make a recommendation, make two recommendations to Attorney General Garland about whether to prosecute Donald Trump and others or decline to prosecute Donald Trump. If this letter was to be directed at anybody by these two defense attorneys, it should have been directed to Jack Smith because he's the one running the investigation. But, you know, like this, this is a letter written by a Karen demanding to talk to Jack Smith's manager, Merrick Garland. So, there is little doubt Merrick Garland will decline to meet with Donald Trump's criminal defense attorneys. I suspect Jack Smith won't meet with them either, but let's talk about, in the ordinary course of business, how federal prosecutors Deal with defense attorneys or defense teams um, right as the prosecutors are about to ask the grand jury to vote on charges, possibly to indict the target of an investigation. Here is how it ordinarily plays out. I've been involved in these meetings many times as a former federal prosecutor most typically in white-collar cases or sort of large conspiracy cases. I'm not talking about violent crime cases. Although, friends, I would maintain that the insurrection is more like a violent crime case than a white-collar case. I mean, Donald Trump lied to millions of Americans, told them their vote was stolen, their election was rigged, their president was being unlawfully taken from them, that they needed to fight like hell or they won't have a country anymore. He was briefed that members of the angry mob who came to the ellipse that day in accordance with his rallying cry, you know, come to DC on January 6th, will be wild. Donald Trump was briefed on the fact that many of them were armed with firearms. And what did he say in response to that briefing? I don't care. Take the metal detectors down. Let them in. They're not here to hurt me, and then we can all march to the Capitol together." Then he instructed them to go to the Capitol to fight like hell, to stop the certification. Friends, that ain't a white-collar case. That's a violent crime case. But setting that aside for the moment, ordinarily in white-collar crime cases, right before the prosecutors are prepared to ask the grand jury to vote on charges at the very end of the grand jury investigation. The prosecutors will often invite in the defense attorneys representing the target of the investigation, that is the person we're seeking to indict, and will give the defense team an opportunity to make a presentation to, for example, provide any evidence they might have that would exonerate their client, any evidence they might have that would show that the prosecutors are on the wrong track, that the target of the investigation really didn't do anything wrong, really didn't commit any crimes, shouldn't be indicted by the grand jury. I mean, it is a legitimate meeting. I've participated in those meetings at which the defense attorneys will have an opportunity to persuade the prosecutors that their client shouldn't be indicted for some reason. I will also say in my experience, rarely do those criminal defense attorneys manage to convince the prosecutors that the client shouldn't be indicted, that the target of the investigation didn't commit crimes, but it's a meeting that we take very seriously. So, if there was going to be a meeting like that, between Donald Trump's defense team and the prosecutors. One, that meeting should be had with Jack Smith, and these defense attorneys know that's where the letter should have been addressed. And here's the other thing it signals, though. These kinds of meetings are held right at the last moment before the grand jury is asked to vote out charges, to indict the target. So the fact that Donald Trump's criminal defense attorneys just wrote this Mickey Mouse letter with all that inflammatory language and reference to Hunter Biden, all that nonsense, is a pretty strong signal that they believe indictments are coming and they're coming soon, or else they wouldn't be asking for this audience with Merrick Garland. Now, let me add, kind of in conclusion, that if there was ever a moment that the defense team would get to meet with Merrick Garland, it would be right before Merrick Garland has to make the decision, after he receives the recommendations from Jack Smith. Let's assume those recommendations are to indict Donald Trump for his crimes. That would be when the moment was right for the defense attorneys to make a pitch to Merrick Garland. Hey, you shouldn't indict a former president of the United States because Fill in the blank. Frankly, there is no good reason. Every reason militates in favor of indicting a former president of the United States for his crimes. We tried the other route once before in 1974, when instead of charging a president for the crimes he inarguably committed, we decided to give him a pass to heal the country. You know, I never told the victim that the way we were going to heal, the way the victim was going to move forward, was by declining to prosecute the perpetrator. That's law enforcement insanity. That's the opposite of justice. And justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on
0: Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.